Hey, it's Panicky here, just uh, coming in, <laughs> just recording this right at the end uh, to plop in at the top. Uh, I messed up my mic settings, so for the first three minutes, um, the sound quality is going to be terrible, and I'm so sorry, I did this in a real rush. Um, I just wanted to put something out there for Dylan's birthday, because I'm such a big fan, uh, but I don't really have time to do a proper episode, and I couldn't re-record my intro because I'm in such a hurry, um, and I'm sorry about that, but once you get past the first three or four minutes, it's probably going to sound a lot better, uh, so I hope you stick with it. Thanks so much. Bye! Well, hello. I'm Panicky in the UK. This is Panicky Pictures. And I'm just going to ask you to imagine the Wilhelm scream for this episode because I'm still as busy as ever. But I did have to break my self imposed hiatus ever so briefly um, for a couple of reasons, actually. The main one being that it is, of course, Bob Dylan's birthday. And anybody who knows me at all knows how much of a fan I am of Bob Dylan. I had to do something to mark it, so I'm just going to be uh, shooting a few recommendations. This won't be anything groundbreaking for anybody who's a big Dylan fan, but if you're just uh, Dylan curious, maybe uh, this will be interesting for you. The second reason is that Charles Grodin died last week, and he was 86 years old, he had a great career, it seemed like he lived life very much on his own terms, so... I'm not sad about it, but I think it's a great opportunity to recognise his career. For me, Charles Grodin will always be associated with one of my favourite movies of all time, Midnight Run, and last year I did put out an episode about that. It's a little bit rough around the edges, but I think that the love shines through. So if you want to go and have a look through my back catalogue for that Midnight Run app, um, uh, I would love it if you did that. Uh, but moving on to Bob Dylan, he's 80 years old today. Well, maybe not today, we don't really know. Um, Dylan has more birthdays than the Queen. Um, the consensus does seem to be that today is his birthday, but we're really not sure about that. Uh, but <laughs> let's go with that anyway. Um, if you are in the UK, and you do have access to BBC Sounds. There have been some really great shows, um, particularly at Ain't Me Babe, uh, presented and I believe written by Sean Latham, who is the head of the uh, Dylan Studies Institute in Tulsa. Absolutely great. Um, really, really recommend that. He is so knowledgeable and kind of goes a little bit beyond the usual stuff that you get in that kind of program about Dylan. Uh, it just delves a little bit deeper, goes a little bit off the beaten track, and uh, yeah, I really highly recommend that. Uh, Karis Matthews also has a great show that aired uh, last night as I'm recording this, and hopefully as it comes out, so uh, that's Sunday night. A three-hour show devoted to Dylan. For some people, that might not be an attractive prospect, but for me it is. And there's also Bob Dylan Verbatim, which I listened to. There are some great clips on there. I found it a little bit frustrating because there was no context. You never knew when Dylan was talking, whom he was talking to. They never played a full song. So I just started to find it a little bit frustrating, but there is some really good content there, even if I'm frustrated about the way it's presented. So uh, some really fantastic stuff to listen to if you're in the UK and if you have access to BBC Sounds. If you have access to this podcast, you probably have access to BBC Sounds in the UK. 
remember it is free even if you don't have a TV license. I don't have one and I listen to BBC Sounds all the time. So um, please do. Please do check that out. And I'm so sorry. I just realised that I once again had the settings wrong and um, I had the wrong mic plugged in. Um, <laughs> I really don't have time to go back and uh, re-record all that. I'm so sorry. I'll uh, I'll drop something in right at the beginning just as a kind of disclaimer. Um, <laughs> oh man, I'm chaotic today. But it's a beautiful day in Northumberland. The sun has come out for the first time in what feels like maybe three weeks. And I also just this afternoon got my text uh, saying that I was now eligible to book my vaccination appointment. If you're listening from outside the UK, you may not know, but we have an age-based rollout system here. So I've been waiting increasingly impatiently for them to get around to my age group, and they finally have. I'm so relieved. I'm getting a Pfizer jab uh, in about a week and a half. Uh, thank God. So uh, let's move on, and um, I will. Uh, I will tell you... Just a few little recommendations of movies you can watch if you enjoy Bob Dylan's music or if you're interested in Bob Dylan at all. There was a biopic uh, that was recently cancelled that was set to star Timothée Chalamet and it was just announced today that uh, Timothée will be um, (laughs) starring as a young Willy Wonka uh, in a new movie, so good for him, I guess. Uh, But uh, yeah, uh, in the words of Jerry Seinfeld, when I found out that this particular Dylan biopic had been cancelled, my reaction was, that's a shame. Uh, But there are some great Bob Dylan uh, movies out there. So for me, the Dylan biopic to end all uh, Dylan biopics is I'm Not There, uh, which is, I think, a film that really gets Dylan's reinvention of himself. This came out in 2007, directed by Todd Haynes. Um, It's one of my top two Todd Haynes movies uh, alongside Safe and uh, some great performances there and I think a real understanding of all the different and disparate elements that go towards making Dylan who he is, you know, the influence of black music, the influence of rock and roll, the kind of cowboy side of him, all, all these different aspects that that kind of coalesce into this person that we call Bob Dylan. Apparently somebody once said of him, he's got so many sides, he's a circle, and I think that's great. Um, but kind of on that theme, uh, there's a movie called uh, Master Anonymous, 2003, directed by Larry Charles. I have seen this movie, but I have to admit that I am much more familiar with the soundtrack than I am with the movie itself. Uh, But I think it's still kind of interestingly playing with the way that Dylan plays with his presentation of his identity, plays with anonymity, um, and I personally can recommend the soundtrack very highly uh the film itself is not one that i've seen for a very long time but uh but it's an interesting one and on that kind of subject of masks and uh kind of the blurring of boundaries between reality and fiction there's the kind of pseudo documentary rolling thunder review of bob dylan story by martin scorsese directed by martin scorsese that came out in 2019 on netflix It is a documentary in a sense, but there are also fictional elements, there are invented elements, it plays with the truth, 
Uh, I love that about it. There are articles that you can go and read if you want to find out which parts are true and which parts are fictional. Um, but I think it's more fun to go in not knowing and then to find that out afterwards. Um, I'm, I think I've talked about this before. I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of Scorsese, although some of his films I find really uh, impressive. Um, After Hours and uh, Cape Fear are two of my favourites. But this is maybe my favourite Scorsese movie, or certainly way up there. Um, I absolutely love it. And again, I think it really kind of captures the one or two of the many sides of Bob Dylan. Of course, there's the classic Don't Look Back uh, by D.A. Pennebaker, came out in 1967. I think anybody who even has a vague awareness of Dylan, well, maybe not anybody, but most people are going to have a vague awareness also of this documentary. It's so, so famous. It's a complete classic, but well worth the watch, you know. and uh, very much that young and impetuous Dylan as he was beginning to reject the folk scene, go back to his kind of rock and roll roots. Um, And as he was starting to burn out, you know, I think he was taking a lot of drugs, not that he necessarily stopped after this, but, you know, this is a really interesting and tumultuous time in Dylan's life, and I think that the documentary captures that really well. And finally, I just want to put in a little plug for Inside Lewin Davis, which I think is uh, one of the most underrated Coen Brothers films, alongside maybe Hail Caesar, which I also love. Um, This came out in 2013. Of course, this is not, strictly speaking, a Dylan movie. Um, So Lewin Davis is probably closer to an amalgam between maybe Dave Van Ronk and Ramblin' Jack Elliot, um, obviously brilliantly played by Oscar Isaac here. But Dylan is very much in the background, Um, and I think that this is a great, sorry, there's a train going by, and again, I'm not going to edit this out, I'm just, like, snatching time to do this. It kind of uh, provides a a really um, great depiction of the scene that Bob Dylan was about to explode onto, and how, in some ways, he came out of that scene, and in other ways, he completely changed it and revitalised it. And I just love the movie. Uh, for Inside Lewin Davis and for um, Rolling Thunder Review, a Bob Dylan story by Martin Scorsese. Yep, that's the title. Um, I have written uh, on Letterboxd fairly extensively about both of those. Uh, so if you are interested, um, you can always check me out on Letterboxd at Panic in the UK. On Twitter, I've now uh, migrated back to my main account, Panic in the UK, as well. Uh, not really uh, updating the Panicky Pictures account so much anymore. Um, so you can follow either, but uh, the, the main one is probably going to have more content. Um, I haven't really mentioned things like Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid, Hearts on Fire, Ronaldo and Clara. I just, um, I haven't ever had a chance to watch those movies, much as I would like to, particularly Ronaldo and Clara, I think is totally fascinating. There are clips from Ronaldo and Clara in uh, Rolling Thunder Review, uh, but I've never seen the full movie. Of course, there are tons of Dylan movies, there are tons of Dylan documentaries, this is just barely scratching the surface, Um, and I'm sure that any serious Dylan fans who are listening to this will have other suggestions um, of fantastic Dylan movies. Uh, These are probably quite obvious ones, but just in case you're not aware of them or you haven't got around to seeing them yet, I thought I would just uh, put in a little plug. I did just want to do this quick episode in honour of Dylan's birthday, and also just to mention the passing of Charles Grodin. 
and uh, man, I'll take any opportunity to mention Midnight Run again. So I'm actually going to wrap it up there. This has got to be a record for my shortest and most hurried episode ever, ever, ever. But that's what I was going for. So hopefully I'll be able to put this out pretty quickly. Shouldn't take too much editing, I hope. And uh, thanks for joining me again. Uh, God knows uh, when we'll meet again, but hopefully one day. Uh, Never say never. And uh, if indeed you have listened to this, thank you so much. And uh, yeah, feel free to follow me on Letterboxd, Panicky in the UK. Like just the, like panicky, like the word panicky, not like anarchy with a P at the top. And then in the UK, just like all one word. Okay, people get confused about this. I don't know. I thought it was straightforward, but anyway. Uh, All right. I'll uh, I'll see you. Thanks a lot.